What's poppin' everybody? This is JTO. And this is DTown.DT. And you're listening to Bop It. Bop It is your go-to music commentary on everything poppin', droppin', and floppin'. Woo! Wow! Wow! Like a little Prince vibe you gave to the little gave wow. a, gave a little uh little reverb on A little thing. reverb. <laughs> yep. Alright, so we're gonna kick this thing off with the album drop of the week. JTO, what is your album drop of the week? So you know I gotta give it to my homeboy, Charlie Poop. Charlie Poop. Charlie Poop. Poop with the poop poop. This is Charlie Poop's second studio album. Atenciones. Huh? Atenciones. Oh, yeah. Attention. I get it. Like in <laughs> Spanish. <laughs> Anyways, this is Charlie Poop's second studio album. And, you know, this has been a long time coming for him because he released the first single from this album last summer, so about a year ago. And so he's had a whole year to kind of mix this album and create new material and release new things and write new stuff and, you know, add songs to the album, take songs away and completely start over, which is what he actually did. He completely restarted. But at the end of the day, it was well worth it. He's got some really good songs in there, of course. You know, the top ten hit Attention. Um, how long done for me with Kalani, the way I am, and then two new hopefuls are Boy and Empty Cups. He's just somebody who's got great vocals. He's kind of like, you know, kind of has got the the shrill whining voice, but at the same time, he's like young and innocent and sexy. It is and desperate. Oh my god. Oh, I mean. Yeah, I mean, I like it, but it's just, you know what I'm saying? Desperate for what? Like, attention. Like, it's, it's just very sad, okay? Because, like, the songs I listen to, like, was that faking it with, is that Charlie Poop and Kaylani? No, it's not. Done for me. Done for me. Yes, that's the one. Well, tell me what you've done for me. Yeah, like, it's all so sad. And, like, the tension, too, is like, everybody's yeah. been hurting him's heart. You just want to hug him a lot. Like, don't, there's no reason. But really, all of his songs are sad. There's no. not really a song that is like, you know, up. Like, mm-hmm. No, I get it. But I mean, that's also the music. I can't talk about anything because, you know, I love sad music. So, But Charlie Puth is definitely a hopeful album. It's called Voice Notes. And definitely probably my favorite album artwork of the year so far. The, the picture is just brilliantly. The lighting is great. He looks great. It's just a great choice. So very simple, but very effective. Dtown.dt. I know you have a little bit of uh, Latin flair for your album drop of the week. Tell me, tell me about it. Um, it's Fame by Maluma. I'm saying that right. Maluma. 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 Uchukuma. Umaluma. A Maluma. Huma huma nuka nuka. A malahiki malahini who? No, he's Maluma. Maluma. He's Spanish. He's Latino. Um, so his album is titled Fame, and it stands for Faith, soul, music, and essence, but it's in Spanish, so that's how it spells out fame, if y'all are confused about that. <laughs> um, but um, I really fell in love with this artist, and I didn't really realize this was the same person, but him and Shakira did a song together, Shantaje. Yeah, Shantaje, and it was just such a bop. I can't even, I don't even know, but like, it's just, it's been on my summer bop, like, for two years running now. And then so like when I heard his the song that got me like hooked on this album is Marinero. 
hope I'm saying that. That right. was the most gringo thing I've ever heard in my life. Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a French major. Mar- my favorite song is Marinero. My favorite song is Marinero. I love Marinero. Marinero. <laughs> it's so sad and it's just, it has this, I don't know. I just enjoy it. Um, but the whole album was just great. It's this reggaeton, it's this reggaeton boundary breaking romantic, like epic, com- like not epic comedy, comedy hour. <laughs> insert advertisement here <laughs> but it's like this nice little romance but like fun and like you still want to shake your booty and wind and grind real hard listening to it but yeah that's my album drop of the week well, that's the album drop we got we got some good ones this week we really do Ow. and this is the time where we talk about the <gasps> miss it week miss it week miss it week miss it week this is the song that ain't working for me miss it week miss it week all right, so this is the time where we talk about what wasn't going good this week in the music. Um, so, Devin, I'm going to go ahead and let you talk about what wasn't popping for you this week. Okay, so what wasn't popping for me, okay, I'm going to re- react real bad, was Back to You by Selena Gomez. Yeah. It's off of the 13 Reasons Why soundtrack. I love your sad mm-hmm. album mm-hmm. just then. But, um, hurt. Yeah, I mean, I was hurt too. Like, oh. I don't know. <laughs> I was just expecting this is summertime. I know she was like 13 Reasons Why I just came out, but I was expecting this nice little summer bop that I was looking for. It was dark, which I was looking forward to for getting from Selena, especially like after the the weekend out, like a little album mixtape deal. But I was just expecting a little more like production, darling. Bruh. But the hold but up, the, hold the up. lyrics were amazing. Now that you're talking about the weekend, this song literally is about being with the weekend but wanting Justin Bieber. Oh my god. Oh my god. Mystery solved. Oh jeez. Now I like the song a lot even more. Not not because I hate the weekend and love Justin Bieber, but oh, just because okay. I understand the real life tie in to the song. Oh, like it was I can like a hollow is like a Yeah, hollow it was like thing. it was like a shell of a song. Like it was a beautiful like a beautiful like vase but now i got to see the flowers inside this vase now and so now i just want to be you're welcome but i still don't like it that much i but don't know this is one where i'm gonna have to disagree because the reason i like the song was because it's a little bit different than what selena has been doing um it's a lot less grungy than what she released last summer but also it has some like nice um, meaning that you just found out about. Well, yes, the meaning, but it also you know nods to Avicii a little like, bit. I like sounds- the lyrics are really good. I mean, obviously, like I'm not a huge Avicii fan, so it makes sense why I didn't like it. But I don't Mokawa too. You know, I support all my songwriters. It was it was like an acoustic electronic at the same time. I don't know, kind of folky, pop for sure. I was confused. Worked for me, but I mean, it's not for everybody. You right. So what was your myth of the week? I'm going to have to say um, it's also from a soundtrack. It's called Welcome to the Party by uh, Diplo featuring French Montana, Lil Pump, and Javaya, which is from The Four, um, the singing you know show on Fox. Um, her voice is fantastic. It's very unique. I had high expectations for the song because this is really her first song outside of any type of live recordings from the show. And um, I heard her maybe mutter five words on this whole entire song and then you have Diplo which does electronic music in French Montana that does you know uh, hip hop with a little bit of a Spanish flair from time to time and a little pump who does um, how do you say crap oh crap music metal music 
<laughs> but you know you put all these four different artists together and you just hear way too much it was like a ripoff of purple lamborghini done completely wrong yeah it was mm. it was missing a lot it was i thought like it was too quickly produced it was just everywhere it didn't have a focus it had um, everything in it but the kitchen sink and it was not a good thing yeah it it was way too busy french montana and little pump do not go together although i like both of their parts kind of by themselves they didn't go together very well javaya wasn't used very well um i've heard a lot better from diplo this was a just complete mix it's from the deadpool soundtrack um can also say i don't recommend this to your ears do yourself a favor keep it away from your playlists so yeah and that's the oh album. but now on to more positive things okay all right well that was the miss of the week stop crying jay dang i mean it was hurt what are you looking for what what are you over here looking for my favorite your favorite what favorite find favorite favorite vine favorite find of the week oh my god i'm so glad you found it all right, so this is our favorite find of the week. We just talked about the miss of the week and what makes us sad. Now let's hear what makes us cry happy tears because all I know how to do is cry. So, JTO, <laughs> what's your favorite find? Um, my favorite find of the week actually came from my Discover Weekly playlist on Spotify. It is a song called Leave It At That by Keeks. I just like her name. I think it's really cute. Uh, <laughs> let's Keeks. have a kiki. <laughs> let's have a kiki. Yes. I want to get... Let's have a kiki. <laughs> But Keeks is actually um, an Australian artist. She's 18 years old, writes her own songs, um, has a very innocent kind of, not a super powerful voice, just very kind of sultry, something that you can listen to, um, definitely something that you can listen to right by the pool, something like that. It's not a super powerful voice, but it's also not a very weak voice. It's just very comforting. Um, this is a kind of mellow pop song. It's not sad. It's not, you know exuberantly happy it's just a very chill song it's called leave it at that it's about falling in and out of love um loving someone after you told yourself you weren't gonna love them things like that it's just kind of uh, a big journey through emotions and it's just a really really good song definitely give that a listen i mean i need to that's that's hit home just then (laughs) um but what you know what's your favorite song of the week my favorite song of the week it's also along the lines of sadness and sorrow, as per usual. Shocking. No way. <laughs> Are you serious? <laughs> I would have never guessed that for you. Anyways, um, so my favorite find is Hurting by Toulouse. Um, I found this song uh, from the Dear White People soundtrack on Apple Music. And I don't know, like, it's just, like, how it intros. It has, like, this great, like, it starts off at this mezzo piano. And then, like, it just really, like, crescendos up throughout the song. And then it just, like, really, the musicality of it really embodies the pain that he's feeling. And the cover art is, like, this this African-American man. Like, this, I don't know, African. I haven't researched the artist for a real. I'm assuming African because his name is Toulouse. Um, and he's, like, very dark with this dark... Uh, green background and like these flowers coming out of his neck and I don't know it's just so melodic and just open and warm and like have this nice round sound but still had this like contrast between the two with the Ooh. music it was just I don't know like it had, yo like, I wish you could see the hand motions that Devin is doing right now because it I can tell that you are feeling this song oh, yeah, on the next level because your arms were just shaking while you <laughs> 
No, like it, like it. Um, well, I don't remember what scene it was, but like it just had like the opening chord, and it was like this wave to it. It was like this vibrato, like, oh, and I was just like, oh, and you're like, oh, and then I was like, oh, I like I pulled out my Snapchat, and I was like, oh. yeah, that's that's literally how it went down. But yeah, please check it out if you want to have a good crying sesh. But enough about. Well, enough crying for you, <laughs> because now we have to get to what I am going to be crying about this week. Um, when the videos, the music, music videos this week, <gasps> visuals. I love a good. I love. Uh, I love. Still haven't had nearly enough time to process this whole Fifth Harmony um, taking a hiatus, and but I will say, you know, in our first podcast, I mentioned that I predicted that Fifth Harmony would release a goodbye video. Um, before their hiatus, and um, <laughs> that's right, Hose, I was right. Um, oh, bless God. me. I think I, I think was that a sneeze? I think it was a sneeze. You say bless you to everything else, but not that. Yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> they released their video for "Don't Say You Love Me," which is actually my favorite Fifth Harmony don't song. Don't say you love me. Oh, that's never mind. If you don't call, never mind. That's a different song. Don't I'll say you hurt and without the. Sc- Anyways. Um, the video is just a super simple video. All of them are wearing, you know, really elegant dresses. They're standing in a very empty uh, warehouse. It's very natural lighting, uh, natural makeup, and things like that. So they're just really, Fun really. Fun fact: I actually shot it in my parking deck. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. Okay, go back to telling you about the. Anyways, video. so the, the the entire video was just super simple and it was just super elegant beautiful to watch but in literally in the last like 30 seconds it takes a turn my emotions got flipped upside down put inside of a jar shaken up fed to me regurgitated Made everything ketchup out of it and put on some french fries and then fed it back to you yeah it just it, it went on a complete journey that i wasn't ready for um, because towards the end of the video, all four of them link hands and are standing in a circle looking at each other while singing the chorus of the song. And then each of them go in four separate directions, walk out of a door, and close the door behind them. Um, and then a light that had four different prongs on it, all four of the prongs went out. Went out. A little light so bar. Yeah. It, it was just super sad because it's marking pretty much the end of Fifth Harmony, and the first time I watched it, I definitely did cry. But I watched it again later on with Devin and some other friends, and somebody pointed out that as Ali Hernandez walked out of her door, the door actually cracked back, cracked open, back open and left a little light coming through. I'm getting chills talking about it right now. I mean, we don't you. It just it that is kind of signifying that there is still a hope that you know they'll eventually come back together and produce some other type of project because this ride this journey was way too important for them. So it had a lot of symbolism even though it was super simple and um, mm, great. It was a good video. It's a very good way to go out. I think mm, so, very simple. What was your favorite music video of the week? All right, so my favorite music video is "Garden" or "Say It Like That" by Susan. Just kidding, it's by Susan. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and <laughs> this one, this was like, SZA, like, first of all, she made me mad with the first couple music videos she released with this album, but, like, lately, every one of them has been, like, individually unique, and you can tell because they had different directors for each one of them, and, like, the point of views were all very different, but this one had this, like, ethereal, um, godly, like, 
Eden feel to it. Like, like Garden of Eden. Yeah. And she was just chilling, like rolling around in some grass and literally I don't know how to feel right now. Like my heart was racing the entire time. I was salivating. Um, I really had to, I had to hang on to something. I don't even remember what I was hanging on to. I, I I like to compare it to say you took the All the Stars music video and all the great cinematography and uh, shots and aesthetic from that, but then you mix it with a little bit of Katy Perry's roar with the jungle and the fruits yeah. and things like that. If you mix both of those together and then add a little bit of Tumblr to it, yeah. That's yeah. yeah, I just don't appreciate the Katy Perry reference, but yeah, I get your point. <laughs> um, but yeah, and so and it's like they transitioned between like four different lens styles to capture it, and it was just like each one had like this different feel to it. Um, so when she was on the beach spinning around playing in the dirt, and then and the beach was black, so that was like a big thing I felt like. And then this, the ocean water constantly washing up, and then she was on the rocks. And her outfits were very particular for each location she was in. Mm-hmm. And then let's talk about Donald Glover, okay? This is like this key crossover thing that you notice because with This Is America, uh, Donald Glover, she's sitting on the car with her hair all beautiful, all godlike, queen like, looking like she's from coming to America. Um, and then in this one, they're together. And they're like cuddling and holding each other and very like Adam and Eve like because it's just like this garden. And it's just, I think like the name's Garden and it's like Adam and Eve. Yeah. Like it's just perfect. I don't know. Like I really love this cinematography, everything. And then they had a grandma or her mom in there. I don't know which one. I think it was her grandma because she was talking to you know, the end. She was talking and like, you ain't got shit to say to me. I ain't got shit to say to you. Yeah. And that's it. Stepped on. And her mom was looking like Angel Bassett. And, yeah. Uh, in Black Panther, had like the white wardrobe on, sitting in the throne. It's amazing. It was just beautiful. As the water was washing on and everything. That but, like that visual. It was definitely my favorite um, SZA video. She keeps amping it up. Yeah. I think she's heard our cries because like I don't know what it is, but these directors she's been getting are phenomenal, and they're giving like mm-hmm. us this new aspect that I was really looking forward to seeing. Mm-hmm. And one more video we both want to talk about because it was just so doggone good. Be careful by Cardi B. Oh yes, that was so. It was that um, Quentin Tarantino Kill Bill vibe when uh, after she goes back into the um, the church with also a little bit of Django Unchained. Yeah, there in the desert, like people coming in. What I love so much about it was like the video opens up in a desert church and she's getting married. You know, everybody's wearing all white, similar to Uma Kuma thermostat. (laughs) What is that? Uma Thurman. Oh, my bad. I feel. I was like, what the the what what do you ever have the the that 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 you can't breathe? <laughs> no, but yeah, it was it was literally like it imitated it perfectly with the Kill Bill. Um, it had the you come in like the church scene. It was gravel. You pull in with the car. One person gets out of the car, mm-hmm. and then they switch frames to the inside of the chapel as people enter to mm-hmm. kill. And like they kind of like uh, parallel the people that were in there. So they had one Asian girl. They had a black girl, which would be like Angela Bass, Vivica Fox, and all the other people. Mm-hmm. And so it was just I don't even know. Yeah. And then like the next verse, she the kind of the whole aesthetic changes. The inside of the church goes dark. It is nighttime in the desert. People are walking in the church and wearing all black. And it is the funeral to the person that she was supposed to be marrying because the whole entire time we're just supposed to know that be careful with Cardi. Don't mess with her. Because she will come at you with a little bit of a vengeance. Like, I loved it. And the only thing I didn't really like was when um, he was in the um, coffin and they had the camera angle 
that she just went lower and just went down to like where she looked like she was actually talking to it because it played on the fact that she was talking directly to the camera but they, I thought they should just went a little bit lower so they mm-hmm. could submerge the viewers a little more so they could really see it because it was a really awkward angle for her hand mm-hmm. and her face but it, I think by far this has been the best video that Cardi B has released the it most focused con- it had a concept it was like beautiful from the way that they dressed her to the way that they um you know did the set um to the way that they did the lighting and the wardrobe and things like that everything looked really really good and so this was the best fully put together music video that cardi b has done most definitely so kudos to cardi y'all these are our visuals of the week check them out and now it's game time we got a new game this week. It's called Connect the Bops. Basically, the premise of this game is I'm going to give Devin two artists, and then he has to connect those two artists by listing off song titles and just has to connect them based on artists these artists have worked with. Make sense? Yeah. Are you sure? Mm-hmm. You got it? Uh-huh. All right? Mm-hmm. All right, and then I'm going to time him to see how long it takes him. Then he's going to do the same to me, and whoever gets the fastest time wins. All right, Devin, are you ready for your two artists that you have to connect? No. Are you ready? No. Are you ready? No. Just give it to me. Okay. All right, your two artists are Britney Spears and Chris Brown. Oh, my God. I'm uncultured when it comes to Britney Spears. We're being TBH honest. You said Chris Brown and Britney Spears. Mm -hmm. God. Oh, my God. I'm trying to think of all Chris Brown's features. <laughs> all I can think of was Lil Dicky. Um, and I don't know any Britney Spears songs with Devin. features in there. No, I literally said it's just straight Britney. Like, I know those two words don't go together and I sit and talk about Britney Spears. <laughs> but that's literally like, all the songs I listen to that's Britney Spears is literally just her. Oh like, Baby, gosh. One More Time, Circus. That's all just her. Devin, there is some major features she has done. <laughs> 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 Can you give me a hint? Give me one hint. Okay, Britney Spears did a song with Tanache. What was the name of that one? Slumber Party. I did not know that. That's crazy. Okay. Your so, time's ticking, homie. I know. This is. I literally. I'm just accepted the fact. Okay, I've accepted defeat. Um. So they did a song together. Okay. So Britney Spears and Tanache did a song together called Slumber Party. Mm-hmm. Tanache did a song with. Future? I'm trying to think of who it is. What's that Future? Tanache did a song with Future because it's that slow one that she was like whining on. Well, I mean, she whines on all her songs, but um, am I right? You know what song I'm talking about? I don't know which one you're talking about now. It's like her debut song. It's like, what was it? You on? Yes. Is that who was featured on that one? See, I don't be listening to these features like that. Um, Chris Brown did a song with who? Um, Jordan Sparks, who sings No Air. And Jordan Sparks. That's the direction you wanted to go in. <laughs> and Jordan Sparks was on Disney Channel. But <laughs> she was. But she wasn't, though. <laughs> um, um, uh, okay, Tanache. Did a song with, did a song with Rihanna? <laughs> I know. <laughs> oh, my God. This is a struggle. Just explain the connection. Cause I, okay, literally, I, there's a bunch of different directions you can go in. Britney Spears did a song with... Uh, Rihanna, they did the S&M remix, and then Rihanna did a song with Nicki Minaj, which was Fly, and then Nicki what? Minaj did a song I didn't with know Chris Brown Spears called did a remix with, um, Love More. I didn't know that. Yeah, uh-huh. or Britney Spears did a song with Tinashe called Summer Party, and um, Tinashe did a song with Chris Brown called 
um, I think it's called Pretend. Mm-hmm. That was that. They did do a song together, but literally there was like a double right there. Then uh, Britney Spears did a song with Iggy Azalea called Pretty Girls. Iggy Azalea did a song with Jennifer Lopez called Booty. Jennifer Lopez did a song with um, Cardi B. Okay, called yeah. the narrow yeah. Cardi B did a song with Nicki Minaj Motorsport and Nicki Minaj did a song with Chris Brown. there's multiple different ways you could have gone with that I don't know any of those songs except for the latter half so yeah Cardi right. you just kind of failed I did in general I did just fail I gave up honestly okay so we're gonna go with Lauren Hill to Missy Elliott How, why do you do this to me what I don't even know really any Lauren Hill songs but do I okay I'll that be- thing that's like the only song by Lauren Hill that I know, and that's super uncultured of me. I understand. Okay, so that's I'm... literally the only song. <laughs> no, we've got to start the time. All right. Um, Missy Elliott did a song with Devin. This is awful. I gave you two mainstream artists, and you gave me one from the freaking nineties. Okay, I'll give you your first hand. Just give me a hint into the Lauren Hill direction. Okay, so Lauren Hill was featured on Nas's song "If I Rule the World." Okay, and if I rule the world, and then Nas did a song with Nicki Minaj called um, "Pretty Sure It's Called Sex in the Lounge." Yeah, and Nicki Minaj then did a song with. She did a song with. Oh crap. Nicki Minaj did a song with. She did a song with. She did a song with somebody. She did a song with. Not with you. Oh, I'm, it's coming to me. Uh, she did a song with Drake called Moment for Life. Drake did a song with Kanye West um, called Blow. Kanye West did a song with Katy Perry called E.T. Katy Perry did a song with Missy Elliott called Last Friday Night. Done. Oh my god. That, you took it in the widest direction possible. That's why I let you know. <laughs> like, literally the direction I took it was, like, completely, like, no. <laughs> Alright, since both of those are really rough, let's do one more round. Devin, I'll give you two new artists. Okay. Connect these two artists. I'm going to give you two really easy artists. Okay. I'll give you okay. Two, I'll give you two easy artists. Okay. Connect... You're going to connect Ariana Grande and Big Sean. <laughs> You're going to connect Ariana Grande and Frank Sinatra. Stop it! You just going to give me one. Oh, You're going to connect Ariana Grande and Justin Bieber. Go. Ariana Grande. Wait, hold on. They did a song together. No, they didn't. Who did Beauty and the Beat? Nicki Minaj and Justin Bieber. Oh no! Okay, <laughs> I was, I was. Okay, well then. Wrong Justin, color. Honey. Okay, Justin Bieber did a song with Nicki Minaj called "Beauty and the Beat," and Nicki Minaj did a song with Ariana Grande, side to side. Okay, that's eighteen seconds. <laughs> Good for you. Um. Okay, JTO. <sighs> Lady Gaga and Beyonce. Just kidding. <laughs> um. Ooh. This should be easy. No, that's gonna be too easy though, because I was gonna do. <laughs> okay, not Lady Gaga and R. Kelly. <laughs> um, Lady Gaga and Pusha T. Uh, Lady Gaga did a song with uh, 
um, Beyonce called Telephone. Beyonce did a song with um, uh, Drake called Rocket. Drake did a song with Kanye West called Blow. Kanye West did a song with um, Lord. Mm-hmm. Um, you said Kanye West did a song with Lord? Yes, on the Hunger Games soundtrack. Okay. And then Lord the song with Pusha T on the also on the Hunger Games soundtrack. Okay, thirty four. Sorry, that was easy. That was easy. Who did you have to connect Pusha T and who? Pusha T and Lady Gaga. What was easy about that? Because Pusha T did like all of the. Okay, we had Justin Timberlake. You had Katy Perry too. Pusha T has never done anything with Katy Perry. Yes, she, yes, he has. Name it then. Let me pull it up for you. Name it then. While we debate this. We'll get on. I love to get to on. This just in. Some bobs have just entered the room. Jay. That's not. You not. That's not my name. I almost. <laughs> <laughs> All right. It's time for the news, everyone. Please get your pens and pencils out because class is now in session. I know I just mixed up two metaphors, but it's okay. JTO, start us off. We want to talk about, you know, a maze. baby. Let's talk about you and me. Oh, okay. Baby, read the, um. We're going to talk about the Billboard Music Awards performances uh, this past weekend. We want to talk about some of our favorite and then some of the performances that we didn't find all too impressive. So let's start about, let's start with the performances we didn't find that impressive. Devin? Um, do a lipper. Her dad performance yeah. was not hit for me. Like the vocals were off. She was not doing anything. Like she was just there. <sighs> she looked really great. But what I'll say about this performance is I'm a huge fan of Dua Lipa. Same. But she was wearing a microphone on her face, and those were, you know, Britney brought those around. Britney, Madonna, people like that brought those around who do a lot of choreography on stage and need their hands to do the choreo. Dua Lipa just didn't really have any choreography. She was just basically walking around the stage with some other girls. And so there was no reason for her to have that on her face. And it kind of messed with her vocals. Her vocals weren't loud enough to match the music. And so it just sounded very weak. It just um, trailed off a lot. Yeah. And it was her performance lacked luster and effort for me. Like, honestly. Like, I understand, like, she was following the concept of her music video. It was very cute and, like, pastel and everything. But it was just missing something. I don't know. I don't know if it was lack of trying or she wasn't just, she wasn't there yet with her performing capabilities. But I don't know. It was missing something. It, it was missing it. Hopefully we get better content from Dua Lipa in the future because, you know, she's a very great artist. But, you know, missed the mark. But now time for some of the best performances that you guys should all go look up on YouTube and watch because they are phenomenal. Devin, what was your favorite performance? Ooh. Uh, I'm, I'm going to have to give for Normani. Because, yes. like, the way she was in that little, she was in that little doorway and, like, the silhouette mm. through on the stage and then next thing you know, she go, pew, 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 like, breaks her <laughs> neck, like, three times. Like, she hit it real hard. She hit the, ah, ah, pew, 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 pew. And then she like stood on her head and was like upside down and was doing all this floor And she work. was holding a note. Wasn't she holding the, yes, her head? Was the whole time she was holding a note. It was insane. And I mean, Khalid was also good. He did all right. He, but like Normani was the star of the show. Yeah. So like Normani is coming to snatch everyone's weaves. I've been saying this since the beginning of Fifth Harmony that Normani is the next Beyonce level 
superstar. I like how you clarified it. I didn't want to say the next Beyonce because nobody can be the next Beyonce, but she's the next Beyonce level if music she keep, icon. If she keeps the energy she has right now, then yeah. She, she has vocals. She has looks. She has style. She has... And she's uh, a little chocolate girl. Choreo. Oh my gosh. She, she has energy girl. and stage presence. And she has everything that it takes to be a music icon. And it, she's coming for it. She she's is so coming for it. She's so gosh darn delicious. Yes. But a couple other performances that I think I want to know is I definitely loved um, the performance with Shawn Mendes and Khalid when they did uh, Youth with the um, Parkland uh, mm -hmm. choir. That was very, very powerful. Um, you saw Shawn Mendes on stage choking up a little bit, um, which was, you know, just really, really powerful, I, I think. Um, and then also X Tina and Demi. Oh, it was yeah. A little Falling bit of pop line. history. Baby. It really was. Both of these artists come from, you know, a history of abuse, um, whether that be in a relationship or with their family. Um, and the song is about women empowerment. And um, I love every moment of performance. It yes. was so dark. It was just so sexy. It was sultry. It was soulful. It was diva vocals. Like, they are mm -hmm. the embodiment of diva vocals. And they were giving it to us in, like, this soft, sultry, like, warm way. I had chills down my spine. I felt it in my blood, and was you heard my Simon this reference. Little girl, one day we'll be there, Jay. One day, one day, one day. Maybe we can be like, I don't know, anchors for an event like this. That would be so much. That would be so much fun, right? Oh my god! E Network, hire us. Anyways, we want to move on, and we want to talk about the the girls. Song by Rita Ora and Charlie XCX, BB Rexa, and Cardi B. There has been a little bit of controversy behind this song uh, from the likes of Haley Kiyoko and Kaylani. I love controversy! The controversy is that. So, if you don't haven't heard the song yet, this song um, is about girls who occasionally like other girls and like kissing girls. Yeah. And so, it kind of. So, Haley Kyoko and Kaylani are both uh, known for being um, lesbian in the industry mm -hmm. and say that this song kind of overlooks their experience. And um, what do you have to say about that? I understand their point because, like, especially, like, when you identify as part of a community and some people, and it feels like they're using a song just to play, just to use that as a ploy to get views or, like, numbers and stuff. It can seem very like manipulative and inauthentic. Mm -hmm. Yeah, very inauthentic, and so that that's where it gets problematic. But then they also have to take into account that two of the artists have actually had um, like consistent Roman, by, yeah, yeah romantic relationships with bisexual. Women. So you don't want to buy erase these other um, artists just because they don't have the exact same view as you because I know like the bisexual community is very difficult because they everybody wants to draw a clear and distinct line between sexual like homosexuality and hetero hetero whatever that word is. <laughs> <laughs> Heterosexuality. Is that right? Yeah. There's yeah. a lot of teeth in that one. Uh, I kind of have to agree. I kind of understand how Kaylani and Haley Kyoko can both uh, see this as a as a problematic song and how it's kind of a step back if you look at it from a lesbian's perspective. Mm -hmm. But if you look at it and realize, you know, you know, sexuality really is a spectrum, you know, and not everybody's experience is the same experience, you can't 
say that another person's experience is invalid just because it doesn't fit, fit yours. yours. And so I think that's what, something that Haley and Kehlani both kind of overlooked was the fact that this song wasn't meant for them. This song was meant for, you know, people like the artist who did it. And yeah. um, so I, I don't think it's a step backwards by any means. I didn't think there's any harmful rhetoric. I just think that it just was not representative of somebody else's experience. So um, I mean, I'm just glad they didn't release it like during like Pride Month because it would not have been like very problematic. You know what I'm saying? I don't think it would have been any different. It has been a little bit because we have more people who's actually paying attention to it. Mm. So they know, like, brought more controversy. But, oh, well. Yeah. But if you haven't heard the song, the song is called Girls by Rita Ora, Ora. Charlie XCX, BB Rexa, and, and Cardi, Cardi B. B. Ow. All right. Ow. So next on the news, we have Troy V. MGK, Machine Gun Kelly. Machine Gun Kelly. <laughs> so this little controversy is literally just Machine Gun Kelly being super freaking petty. Because why? Because Troy Saban wanted to name his album Bloom. And MGK already had an album named Blue. Okay, what is your point, MGK? You don't you don't own rights to the word. Nah, yeah. I mean, and also like, it's two different genres. Yes. So it's just like, you have no arguments, sir. But I like I promise you, the greasy white boys that listen to MGK are not the same boys that are listening to Troy Sivan. <laughs> Tell me I'm wrong. Wrong. Oh, okay, okay. Maybe I'm wrong, but like I, I kind of vibe with both artists. But you know, so you're saying you're a greasy white boy who listens to Troy Sivan and MGK? I'm a greasy white boy. Um, I think it was super, super petty for <laughs> MGK to get onto Twitter and not, you know, confront Troy Sivan and said, "It's funny how this boy releases an album called Bloom a year after I released my album called Bloom." Nah, um, I feel I, my voice got really deep for no reason. Nah. Saying, nah, um, no, I just feel like that was like a big boost. For, that was just more of a boost for MGK's album that released a year ago because I didn't know he released the album a year ago. <laughs> and also, like it helped, it helped Troye Sivan get some more hype up for his album that got pushed back further. So it's just like, yes, if you didn't know, Troye Sivan has recently um, announced that his album has been pushed from June eighth into a August release. So. Yeah, it's because, we'll be seeing that a little bit later. It's because Madonna's on life support right now. And he needs her gay powers in order to finish producing this album. <laughs> Just kidding, Madonna is not on life support, okay? That was a joke. <laughs> oh my gosh. Next, we want to talk about... Next! Oh! Oh, shoot. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. We want to talk a little bit about Ariana Grande's new song that is coming. It's called... Light, Light is coming. <laughs> yes. She has teased the song on multiple occasions on her Instagram. She took and uh, released a little bit of a snippet at the end of her Billboard's Music Awards performance. Um, all these screens it's, said um, Light is coming. It's very, from the snippet I heard, I feel like it's going to be very, it's going to be like that song she did with the uh, EDM group, the, uh, the, oh my gosh, the one with the, with the hand glove she had it synced up with them. You oh, know what I'm talking about? Yeah, she did um, Let Me Love You with Lil Wayne. Yes, that I feel like it's gonna be very airy like that. Um, yeah, I think it's gonna be very warm and airy, just like you said. And I think it's gonna be a very good song. Get it, airy gonna... Ariana, airy. Oh my god! <laughs> you sound like the Wicked Witch of the West. Oh my god! I'm the Wicked Witch of the music industry. Oh my gosh! Anyways, um, this is coming. You know, just hilarious. a few days after the one year anniversary of the Manchester bombing, which was actually this week. Um, and so I think it's a very great time for her to be releasing a song right like this. Now I'm in the state of mind. So. I wanna mm. be like all the time. Oh my gosh, 
fast. Let me put cocaine in his Cheerios this morning. Oh my god. I didn't have any Cheerios this morning. I was out of milk. Ah! Okay, we also want to talk a little bit about some of the things that we have coming that we're really looking forward to. And this is going to make me not cry for like a day or maybe an hour. Um, the first thing is going to be Lana Del Rey and her new album coming up. I mean, she did have this traumatic experience of almost getting kidnapped. So I feel like she's in the studio writing some dark, hardcore stuff. We have The Weeknd, who's going to, whose uh, next album is most likely going to drop in the fall. And did you hear that he said he had a complete album done? Yeah. And then Selena Gomez broke up with him. And so all he completely redid everything. And so we will never hear the, the album that he had you know, prepared for us because he said it will never see the light of day. So, because he's not in the same place anymore. Thanks, which is understandable. Selena. You gotta keep your eye out for Selena. And then Demi has also announced that she is working on her seventh album while she is on tour because she was asked a question during an interview what I she likes to work Demi out. Lovato. Demi Lovato. Demi Lovato. Um, she was asked a question what music she likes to listen to when she works out, and she said that recently she's been listening to her own new stuff and making notes on. Uh, those new songs so she knows what to fix uh, while in the studio so she's working on stuff and she didn't even release an album a year ago so Demi st- Demetria stays booked bruh I love her Demi stays booked she's so pretty I hope she's a feature with Kaylani on her new album I, I mean I guarantee you I want a nice nasty Go! <laughs> anyways that's all the news that we have for you this week Stay tuned for next week when we keep you updated on all things happening within the music industry. Now, on to some more. Top five, top five, top five, top five. Top five, 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 it's the only five songs that I play. It's crazy. If you can see JTL right now, you would see him seizing. Spazzing out. Oh! <laughs> Anyways, Devin, what is your top five of the week? Okay, so my top five include. I'm just going to list them off real quick for you, and then I'm going to go back through and analyze them for you. All right. Okay. All right, the first one is Changes by Dej Loaf. It came out in 2017, but I'm still bopping to it. Mm-hmm. Next song is Schmood by Josh K. JTL introduced it to me. Hey, bop. All right, Poke It Out by Nicki Minaj and Playboy Cardi. I was about to say Nicki Minaj featuring Playboy Cardi because it might as well. how it is. Yes, exactly. Um, I just want to poke it out. Ew, 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 ew. And next, we got Yes Indeed by Lil Baby featuring Drake. A nice, sultry, hip-hop hit. And then finally, last but not least, Going Once, Going Twice by BJ the Chicago Kid. This R&B sultry album that sultry artist that I've been waiting to release new stuff for about six years now. Gosh darn it. I'm so glad he's back, guys. All right, so we're going to go back to this. All right, Changes by Dej Loaf. It has a lot of changes, hence the name Changes, changes. obviously. Dej Loaf, I'm waiting on her next album. I want it to be as lesbian as possible with a nice hip-hop flair. Like, I'm trying, I want young Ma feels with a little bit of Drake in there. And some future, and some uh, Jacquees feel to it. I want it to be sexual, but not too sexual because you still got to be hood. Like, I want to be able to, I want to be able to bumble. 
real hard. And then we got Smooth Josh K. It's very smooth, like a smooth, okay? JTO sitting to me and said, I think you would like this song. And I said, yes, indeed, you are correct. Because that, that first chord comes in, it's dark, it's heavy, it's everything I need. It's his smooth. It literally All is. summer 2K18. All, all 2018, for real, for real. And then Polka Dot has a nice upbeat. So your booty hit, if you're twerking and listening to the song, your booty hit on the upbeat. And then pop down the downbeat. It's up. Pook it out, 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 pook it out. It's just a good, nice bop. Okay, that's a summer bop playlist right there. Um, yes, indeed, Lil Baby and Drake. This is a little darker. This is giving me more of, um, if you're reading this, it's too late feel. And so, um, it's what I was looking for. Lil Baby is on the come up. I'm excited to listen to his uh, new album that just came out. Because it just has these, it has this nice little... Anger, but it's still like you listen to it and not be like depressed. I mean, when am I not? And then going once, going twice by Beach Chicago Kid, which I already mentioned, is a nice sultry hit that I've been waiting on. It's all in the minor chord, as you know, I'm a, a lover for. Um, and I've been waiting on him to release some new stuff because he always has this like jazz infused flair to it. And it's just, I don't know, it's what I needed. It's a nice love song, but it's not like, it's like. Come on, either you with me or you're not. You know what I'm saying? It's like when Jay's late to record and I'm like, come on, you coming or not? But just kidding, I'm always the one who's late. <laughs> <laughs> All right, JTO, what's your top five? I'm going to do that really fast. You were just excited, and I'm excited because I'm going to do the same thing Devin did. List them all off, go back, talk about them. Number one, Sangria Wine by Pharrell Williams Sangria and Camila Cabello. Wine. The one that I said that was going to be released and then ended up being released, so you should probably listen to me from now on because it got released anyways. Uh, Friends by Marshmello and Anne Marie. Back to You by Selena Gomez. Which Where is on we- my Miss of the Week. That's okay. But I'm going to talk to you about why it's a great song. Uh, Where Were You in the Morning by Sean Mendez and De Niro by J-Lo, DJ Khaled, and Cardi B. Back to Sangria Wine. Sangria Wine. Sangria Wine. So Sangria Wine is like a nice, slow, dirty wine. Reggaeton. Yeah. Uh, It's got a little bit of Spanish flair. Um, And then you have like the the deep, um, deep, not very powerful vocals from Pharrell Williams, which is just like super. It was really surprising. Like when he came in, like talking all dirty, all deep and stuff. And then you have Camila Cabello, which has probably the most unique voice in the music industry so it's very uh you can you can definitely tell it's Camila Cabello it was honestly a match made in heaven for me it was uh nice and slow but still something that I can vibe to in the car and something I can listen to by the pool it's just an all-around summer song next we have friends by Marshmello which is you know a pretty established DJ now um and he did a song with Selena Gomez how um, is he so established when I eat him all the time I hate you <laughs> uh, he was so Anne, confused also Anne Marie this is a song that was actually released a couple months ago but has slowly been rising on the charts and as it's been rising on the charts it's also been rising in my heart um, it's a song about just you know wanting to stay friends and how a person cannot take no for an answer um, and it's just it's su- it's just super catchy and it stays in my head all the time like I, literally last week I woke up and the first thing I said that morning was one of the lyrics because I couldn't figure out how she articulated one of the lyrics and yeah. I woke up saying it and I was like oh my gosh it's in my head no sometimes. I understand because like you like sometimes you dream about songs and then you're like I just can't get this performance yes. right in my head let me wake up real quick I woke up and I was like F-R-I F-R-I-N-D-S and I was like oh she put I-E in the same syllable so next is Back to You by Selena Gomez this is from the 13 Reasons Why Season 2 soundtrack the reason I find this song 
so awesome is because Selena Gomez, you know, in the past has either done, you know, super happy, uh, upbeat songs, or she's done, like, super, like, kind of almost sexual songs, or super sad. This is just a very middle-of-the-line song. It's super chill. Um, it talks about, you know, a love that she lost, um, but she doesn't necessarily regret um, and how she might be with another person now, but she wishes she could go back in the relationship. It serves a Vici vibe. It's very, it's kind of folky, but also kind of electronic and poppy at the same time. Uh, Selena Gomez is always changing her style, so every time she releases a new song, I'm thrown for a loop, but then I always come to enjoy the song. So that's exactly how the song was. Uh, next is Where Were You in the Morning by Sean Mendez. Oh my god, I cried at that one. John Mendez just keeps stepping his cookies up. He doesn't let his cookies crumble. He doesn't let his cookies crumble. Okay, Nicki Minaj reference. Step the cookies up before he crumble. Don't be acting like the Cardinals are gonna fumble. But he keeps he keeps just stepping it up. Like he, you know, like I said in uh, previous episodes, Sean Mendez started out with you know some songs that were good, but they were kind of empty. This song is not like that at all. This song he is. You know, changing his vocals and a little bit more high pitch. He's coming, uh, becoming a lot more sexy in this song, but at the same time, he is still keeping with his um, super innocent self. Talking about this song is just talking about a person that he spent the night with, and then he woke up in the morning and they were gone without even a trace of them being there. So he doesn't know how to contact. Them Hashtag again. love the lack of pronouns and the pronoun use of, of they and them. Mm. And, then <laughs> <laughs> and then lastly, my favorite song of the week is Dinero by Jennifer Lopez, DJ Khaled, and Cardi B. It has is has my favorite Cardi B verse that she has ever put out before. It mixes Spanish and English, and same with J-Lo. She has the Spanglish going on too, um, and it's just super, super catchy. It's like, yo quiero dinero. Yo quiero dinero. Did we do a dance now? No. Yo quiero. What song did we do a dance to? I like it. Oh, I was Yo quiero. Dinero. But it's 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 just a great song. Um, I do think there's like one really funny part. Um, because I have a friend that speaks Spanish, and I was like, what does this say? Um, the the line says, Yo quiero noventa si cincuenta si doscientos. It literally means I want the 90s, I want the, the 50s, 50s, and the 200s. Which makes sense. Which doesn't make sense, but um, all the same, this song is super awesome. And J-Lo performed it at the Billboard Music Awards and killed that. She is, you know, you know, growing with age, but she is still moving like she's 20 years old. We completely forgot to talk about her performance on the B, uh, the Billboard Music Awards. That was hot. It was, it was hot, but go check that out. But I think my favorite line from this entire song is in Cardi B's verse. At the very end, she says, Two bad that came from the Bronx, Cardi from the Poles, Jenny from the Block. And I lost my marbles because it was just so witty. Cardi B is stepping her game up as well. So those are my top five of the week. Top five, top five, top five. And last but not least, this is the moment that the entire podcast comes to I'm sorry I'm I'm beating up this wall this is the bop it this is the bop alert this is the bop alert so this is the time where we talk about the one song from the past couple weeks that we think has the most potential to be a huge chart topper a chart topper one that everybody is going to know the words to one that we're going to be riding in the car 30 years from now with our kids and our kids are going to be singing it too Devin what's your bop alert my Bob Alert, which was also on your um, top five. I'm pretty no, it wasn't no, on your top was five. Actually, 
Anyways, my bop alert is Fall Alive by Ed Cena and Demi Lovato. So, because it just bops so hard. Because it just bops. It's not even like a, it's a bop, but it's not even a bop bop. You know what I'm saying? Because it's like the vocals are so quiet. Because like in a bop, mm-hmm. you don't have like quality vocals per se. You know what I'm saying? It's more like, okay, it's more like a boat. Does that make sense? Because the way, the way that word sounds, it's like more like a boat. Like it's not like something that you can vibe to and like dance to, but it's like a boat. It's like sophisticated. Sophisticated. But still fun. Yes. Yeah. That's pretty, yeah, that would be a good it's word. It's a boat. We're going to find another word though. I don't like that word. We just coined it. Boop. We coined it. Boop. It's a boop. It's a boop. <laughs> Cause like it taps you lightly like boop, <laughs> boop. It's a boop. It's a boop. It's a boop. <laughs> boop boop. <Ba-doom. laughs> Anyways, my bop alert of the week is also by Demi Lovato. It is the new song with Clean Bandit and Demi Lovato called Solo. It oh yeah, hit me out of nowhere. I wanna whoop 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 whoop. I was like, I wanna try try try. It, it, I wanna it, cry it. cry cry, but I like to party. Touch touch touch, 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 but I got nobody. But wanna, I do it so. Low. It was just, it, it hit me out of nowhere. I did not expect this song to be this good. The first time I heard it, my tongue came out my mouth, and I was like, You pulled a demon. I pulled a demon. The, the tongue popped out. I, looked, be- so I, lo- I like looked behind my back, and I was like, Why am I doing this? I'm literally driving to work. But it just happened. It is, it's a great song. Check it out. Clean Bandit and Demi Lovato solo. Fall in line, Extina and Demi Lovato. Demi Lovato, like like we said, Demetrius stay booked. She really do. I love her so much. This should, this podcast has literally just been like a Demi Lovato fan love session. Yeah, it's like me with Janelle Monae, but right now it's Demi Lovato. It's all, this, yeah, it's all Demi Lovato. But that's all that we have for you guys today. Yeah. Stay tuned next week when we talk about. Something. Something. About something. About probably music. I it'll, hope it's about It'll music. probably be about music. I really don't know much about anything else. Yeah, that's about all I... Uh-huh. That's all I do. But, like every episode, we have our closing remarks, Devin. All right. So, my outro is... Um... Follow me on Instagram at detail.dt. Follow me on Twitter, detail underscore dt. And follow me on uh, Apple Music. My thing is at Devin T ninety eight. I'm also on Spotify. Just look up Devin Towns. Ignore the screamo band that comes up first, and just go to the bottom, and you'll see a cute <laughs> picture of me. Um, yeah, keep it popping. Um, listen to some new music. Step out of the box, okay? Yeah, that's all I gotta say. JTO, what about you, Lauren Haregi? Release your music. You're about to go on tour with Halsey, and we need some solo material so that way you can perform it, but also so I don't cry in the midst of the Fifth Harmony hiatus. But also, follow me on Spotify. <laughs> I also wanted to apologize. I'm, I guess I'm going through like a third puberty or something like that. I've been cracking like crazy. But anyways, we will talk to you guys next week. All right, man. That was Bop It.